Thank you for joining in for an episode of Planted by the Living Water. We are here to delight in the Lord as a tree planted by the living waters. If you'd like the reading plan that we are going through, you can find it on our website. We'll go through the entire Bible in two years. Thank you for joining for this day's portion of Planted by the Living Waters. Welcome to episode 49 of Planted by the Living Waters, and you are tuning in right now in the midst of a revival, a great movement of the Spirit of God in the midst of our church. I believe it with with everything inside of me that the Spirit of God has fallen on us, and He is about to do some amazing things. He already has done some amazing things, and that continual work of the Spirit is what I'm praying for, and we have the opportunity and the privilege together and responsibility together today as we gather around God's Word to continue to pray for that movement of the Spirit to bring about revival and a great awakening in the midst of our people and beyond those people and beyond this community and beyond the state and nationwide that that God would do something and it starts right here and it is already happening. We're seeing it and I'm looking forward to what God is going to continue to do. Today as we gather around God's word planted, um, we look at chapter 19 of Leviticus, where it says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to all the congregation of the children of Israel, and say to them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. And that call there, that command, is is one that, that apart from Christ should terrify you. The fact that God says He is holy and He is calling us to be holy. Um, He is a holy God, righteous, completely perfect. And here we are fallen, fallen short of the glory of God, not holy, unrighteous, unholy. And we are called to be holy. And for all of people's lives, they will try. There's people that will try, that will try to meet this command. They will strive with everything they have inside of them to be holy. They will work toward that end their entire life, only to find out that they fall short that this command is impossible apart from Christ, that we'll never be able to be holy as God is holy. However, Psalm 68 reminds me of a great promise, a great news of the gospel. It says in Psalm 68, verse 19, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits, the God of our salvation. Our God is the God of salvation, and to God the Lord belongs, escapes from death. What it says there is that God is our God of salvation and only to him, to the sovereign Lord, comes deliverance from death. Only from the Lord do we see deliverance from death. Do we see salvation? This is beautiful. This is a beautiful passage reminding us of a beautiful promise of beautiful good news called the gospel. The fact is, is that God is the God of salvation. And as we're in the midst of this movement of the spirit of God, would we recognize that God is the God of salvation and that he desires to bring about salvation on his people. Um, and, 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 and that we would see people come to faith in Christ, that he is not done and not (laughs) over his work here at friendship, that we'll continue to see people come to know the Lord, that we'll continue to see a work of the saving hand of God on people's lives, on their hearts, on their spirit, and that we would see people come to Jesus. People that that may have been wrestling with this with all their life or have come to realize that God's spirit is at work and, and what they have shut off for many years is something that God is doing right this very moment. I pray that you would join me in recognizing that God is the God of salvation and to him alone belongs the deliverance from death. Father God, we recognize it. We recognize that salvation only comes from you. And if you want to awaken people, 
If you want to awaken them, if you want to awaken your people, Lord, then we recognize that you are the God of salvation and we surrender to you, Lord. We bow down to you, recognizing the great God that you are. Lord, we are to be holy as you are holy, but that holiness only comes from the gospel, which tells us that Jesus Christ left heaven, the Son of God, God himself, part of the triune God, God himself left heaven came and put on flesh and then that flesh he would live perfectly and not sin not fall short he was born of a virgin to keep him from the the seed of corruption the inerrant sin that each one of us have but christ came without that but also born in the womb of a woman so that he can put on flesh and that he can atone for our death that he has flesh that he can atone for us who are flesh and in that he can put to death sin and in that he did die and was put in a tomb and in that tomb he rested for three days as he was dead having given his last breath and then three days later, we know the resurrection comes, that the tomb would be empty and that death would be defeated. Not only are we atoned for, not only are we forgiven, but we can be brought into the resurrection of Christ and that the Spirit of God can resurrect dead to life in us and that we can walk in newness of life. That is the good news. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that, my friends, is what saves. And may God bring about us this beautiful news this beautiful news. God, we love you and we're so thankful that you're the God of salvation. And through this good news, you, God, who left heaven, lived perfectly, died a death, atoned for us, justified us, Lord, are still wanting to call. And you're telling us to be faithful and call, Lord, to send the call out, to preach the word. Lord, as we are in the word, may they hear your call. We love you, God. Bring a great work of your spirit. Continue to bring a great work of your spirit. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen.